begin by saying how awesome it is for me to be here. I'm very excited to be here this morning for all sorts of reasons, to reconnect with, with all of you, to be here with Whitney. A blessing to have you in our diocese, and we are welcome, and welcome to your new home in Connecticut. It's, uh, it's a little late, you've been here a while, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's a chance for me to say that um, in the midst of all of us. I'm going to ask for your forgiveness about informality on two fronts. One is, it's just too hot to have on my cope right now. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest and say, since December 14th, since the shootings in Sandy Hook, I've had a hard time going in the pulpit because there's something in my heart that just says I need to be really close to people. So somehow when I get up there and I feel like I'm making decrees from on high, I feel very far away from one of the things I learned after, which I've known forever but have felt acutely true since the shootings in Sandy Hook, is just the importance of community and being close to each other. The importance of being able to reach out and touch one another. And I think it's the point of the incarnation is for God to say, I want to be close enough to you to touch you and to hug you if need be and, and just let you know that I'm right here with you. So there's something I need to incarnate about that in my preaching now. So um, if you'll indulge me on that as well. The, uh, sorry you get my back. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot lately about the Holy Spirit, and it may be in part because of Pentecost, which we just had a few weeks ago. It could be because I've been thinking a lot about different ways of prayer and meditation, so I've been exploring some new exercises around breathing and thinking about how does my breath impact my life and witness as a Christian. And I want to share with you a thought that's been ruminating in my heart, which is about breath and about the Holy Spirit and about how we are called, I believe, to live our faith, this blessing that God has given to us of our love for him and awareness of his abundant love for us. So I'm going to invite you to join me in a breathing exercise which is I'm going to invite you to breathe in, and I'm going to invite you to breathe in through your nose. And breathe out through your mouth. In through your nose. Out through your mouth. In through your nose. Out through your mouth. So I've been thinking about our life as Christians. I've been thinking about the breathing in being what we feel when we come into a worshiping community. What we breathe in when we come into a worshiping community. We come into this sacred space and we feel held by the prayers of this community, but prayers of people for generations who have prayed in this space to God, offering prayers just like the prayers you and I offer in this space. Dear God, I don't know where I'm going. Help me to discern my way forward. Lord, I don't know what your will is for me. 
Help me see and discern your call for my life. Lord, I'm worried about my children and the choices they're making or might make or all that surrounds them. Help me to be the parent, guardian, companion, the best one I can be in your name. Lord, I am sorrowful in my heart as I watch my aging parents or other persons in our lives become struggling with infirmity or sickness or maybe within ourselves. So many prayers we've offered in this community, in this building, in this space. It's the breathing in. It's what we receive from this space, which is, and this community of people, which is a safe space, a space to say, Whatever it is, we need to be saying to God and to receive the support of one another, whether it's through an act of kindness or a meal or just someone to sit next to when you're feeling lonely, even if they don't know you're feeling lonely. So much we receive in this community, fellowship, support, an invitation to learn more about God and God's love. All of that we breathe in. But here's the thing about breath. We have to exhale it too. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know, I'll just go like. <laughs> we have to exhale too. And the invitation, I think, for us as Christians is to exhale out there in the world to exhale all that we know and we've received from God and from this community, the safety, the love, the nurture, the support, the hopefulness, and to breathe it out there in a world that longs, that needs to know God's love and God's hopefulness, to a world that needs to know about forgiveness, and new life. Exhale outside these four walls, outside this community. Exhale in word. A kind word can go a long way. We're probably pretty good at sharing them with one another within this space. How do we share words of kindness, love, and support exhaling it into the world. Sometimes our exhale doesn't have any words associated with it. It's just action. Whether it's doing Habitat for Humanity, AmeriCare's home front, working in a soup kitchen, serving in a food pantry, working in a shelter, volunteering in some way, whatever action our bodies can incarnate that takes out the love and the hope we've known from God and this community. Exhale it out there. And sometimes we're called to exhale by being a witness, by speaking for the voice of the voiceless out there. And that might be in the halls of government, 
It might be in any way that God might be putting on your heart. We have a voice. And how are we going to speak for the voiceless out there, exhaling God's love and God's good news to a world that longs to know that good news? It's great to inhale. Gosh, it's great to inhale. It's one of the things I love about church, community, the people the people that invite me to grow and share God's love in this loving and safe community. But we'll die if we just inhale, exhale God's love to the world. Amen.